The privilege of a lifetime is to become who you truly are. I'm Adrienne McDonald and welcome to the Mindset Strategist Podcast. Hello, beautiful humans, and welcome back, or welcome if it's your first time. I'm so glad you're here. Today, I want to talk a little bit about boundaries. Actually, I'm going to be talking about beyond boundaries as well, because this podcast, my work, is about helping you move differently in the world. I see and I hear and I've experienced personally some misconceptions about boundaries, what they are, how to keep them. And I'm also going to be going into the energetics of boundaries. And first, let's sort of set the tone about how this podcast is going to go and this talk around boundaries. So I'm going to make a bold statement here. Boundaries should not make you feel exhausted. If you feel exhausted by boundaries, there's something in your process that needs to be looked at. And perhaps today I can help you with that. So in the context of psychology, boundaries are a conceptual limit between you and another person. They are a psychological demarcation that protects the integrity of an individual or group or helps the person or group set realistic limits on participation in a relationship or activity. That is the definition. Now, boundaries are something set by you for you to direct your behavior, not someone else's. However, when I'm having discussions with clients, more often than not, the expectation is on someone outside of themselves to keep a boundary. I get this. I went through this. People say, my mother violated my boundaries, and then they're upset. Okay, what did you do? Well, I told her that she violated my boundary, and then we got into this fight, and then there was crying, etc. And this usually involves some sort of back and forth until the cycle repeats again. Because the person with the boundary is expecting different behavior from the external person. And that is not how boundaries work. Boundaries get crossed because you say you're setting one, they're crossed, and then you don't change your behavior. When you don't change your behavior, when your boundary is crossed, you betray your self-trust. And you also build up energetic density around you. It's like, it's like energetic toxic sludge. You train people how to treat you. And this goes back to cause and effect. If you want a different result, you must change your behavior, not someone else's, yours. This is rooted in, again, the law of cause and effect. The biggest challenge I personally experience with the way boundaries are usually taught, and also I've seen this with most of my clients, is the amount of energy it takes to generate them. I see this all across social media. Stay strong. Keep those boundaries up. That's the, it gives me sort of like this overall image of a person standing their ground with a sword in their hand in the middle of a ring of fire surrounded by a moat and hoping that nothing gets in. And this is especially true for someone if they consider themselves empathic or sensitive or perhaps you're hypervigilant. 
because of past trauma. And I get it. I do. I felt that way about boundaries for a very, very long time. If I had to, out of all the things that I've done for personal transformation, the way I approach boundaries now is got, it, it might be the most beneficial transformation or most beneficial part of my transformation because it's freaking exhausting. It's so exhausting to go and approach boundaries with a sword in your hand and like feeling like you've got to brace yourself or like almost gear up like a football player to go into a situation. There is a much better way of moving in the world than that approach. And it's much less exhausting. And there's much more freedom. And the first thing I will say is you should not set boundaries unless you're very clear on what they are, why you're setting them, and what action you will take if they are crossed. And that's really important because should they be crossed and you're not clear, then you, again, you break trust with yourself. And then there's this dance in your head of, well... I don't know, maybe I wasn't clear, et cetera, et cetera. And it's super, super easy to slip into victim mentality when that happens. And that's a land of manipulation and it's exhaustion. And that's that's where exhaustion thrives and lives. It's also a really great way to stay stuck. And if you remember the episode on the drama triangle that I did, that's the roller coaster that you'll be on. And we can't talk about boundaries without talking about setting standards. Now, standards refer to one's expectation or criteria for what is considered satisfactory or acceptable in a given situation. Standards can be set for oneself, for others, or for a given process or outcome. Now, most people don't think about standards, much less define them. And boundaries help set the limits of acceptable behavior, while standards define what's acceptable or satisfactory within those boundaries in the first place. So you see where I'm going here. You've got to know what your standards are so that your boundaries conform. If you don't know what your standards are, then you're just willy-nilly like throwing them out there, generally, unless you've given this some thought. So what are your standards? And how do you even start looking at those? Well, I think it's really helpful to look at your values first. Then build your standards out of that. That way you are making sure from the get-go that you're not creating a value conflict in your mind. Because it's going to be a lot harder to keep boundaries if you've created a value conflict. The integrity with yourself is there from the very start. So once you've given serious consideration to what your standards are, that's when the boundaries start to form. You're like, oh, well, here's how I want to be treated. Here's what I want to experience. This is the place of where I'm operating from and what I want in my relationships. So that's when things start to form. You're like, okay, all right. And that's when... Of course, the real work starts. You have your standards. Your boundaries are starting to become more clear to you. 
Now it's time to take a look at your environment. Now remember, when I talk about environment, I'm talking about, I'm referencing people, places, and things. Now, through this new lens, what are you tolerating given the new insight you have? Now, if you're already thinking, this sounds okay, but, 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 but. Now, perhaps you're immediately thinking about the more problematic relationships you have in your life. Here's another key. The next step is to look at those relationships through the lens of capacity. And this is another thing that when I talk to people, this is the reason why they have the expectations that other people need to change their behavior. A lot of times the reason why boundaries aren't effective is because your expectations of those quote-unquote problematic people aren't in alignment with their capacity, either their emotional capacity, their skill set, etc. You get frustrated and then your boundaries go out the window. And just to be clear again, you are the person that has to change your behavior. You can't change someone else's behavior. You can only change your own. However, however, I can tell you when you change your behavior, that can have an impact on theirs. It's very helpful to have a very direct view on why you're choosing to keep those problematic, quote unquote, people in your life. And it's crucial for you to identify the specific actions that you are willing to take if they cross the line. And notice I use the word choosing to keep those people in your life. And this can be very difficult if you've never done this before. I know that when I've talked about toxic relationships in the past and when I talk about them with with other individuals, um, and there's a, a lot of information out there when we're talking about uh, people with high-trait narcissism and dealing with people with high-trait narcissism that, well, you should just cut these people out of your life. And in some cases, I know that that's a lot more difficult to do than others, i.e., if you're co-parenting for instance, or if you've got a parent that you're choosing to take care of that's got an elderly, etc. So life is not black and white. It's very complicated. Humans are very complicated. You may have your reasons that you are not totally going no, no contact with people. Um, that that is your decision. Just make sure that you're in choice about it and you're very clear that you're in choice about it because that keeps you out of the drama triangle and out of victim mentality. Now, again, this can be a very jarring process if you've not looked at boundaries this way. However, it is a much more empowered, aligned way of moving in the world. And this is the important part. This is the this is the magic within this. Once you embody the standards that you have set forth, once you embody the boundaries that you have set forth, your frequency changes because you are moving differently in the world. This speaks to the law of vibration, which I tend to use the word frequency versus vibration because the whole concept about high vibes and all of that is usually not rooted in anything that's productive. 
There's a lot of fake it till you make it energy around that, which again is not the way it's presented a lot of times on social media. It's not, it doesn't stick. And what what I'm talking about is actually embodying what you're set forth of your standards. The embodiment is what changes the frequency and changes the way that you're moving in the world. And what I've come to experience and what I've seen in others is the behaviors that they were having problems with, the things that kept showing up in their life with problematic behavior, either it stops altogether or it rarely shows up because you're not in energetic resonance with that anymore. You're not exhausted every day putting up that barrier because it's not a barrier. It's who you're being and how you're moving in the world. I will say that there are still times where that barrier effect or that mental, like, hey, I got to armor up and go in, are that's still, that's still necessary sometimes. It's still um, very, very helpful sometimes, but it's not the norm. Um, to give an example f- that I've used recently, I, I went to a, a um, funeral other day, and I mentally prepared sort of an energetic barrier around me going in because I knew that there would be the weight of a lot of sadness and uh, a lot of high emotions and et cetera. And I, I didn't want to, I wanted to be able to be very present for my friend, but also not absorb anything that wasn't mine. And when you operate this way, things just, when, when you're coming from the non-barrier type of approach, the I am just moving in the world this way, I am keeping my standards, I am embodying my standards, then things just pass through you without attachment. So you don't take on that energetic density that I was talking about earlier. And it's it's just a much more easy way of living. So let's go over this one more time. First, you're going to look at what are your standards based on your values. What what do you want to experience? How do you want to experience it? Then what boundaries form out of that? And that includes, remember, what specific action are you going to take if they are crossed? Because if you're not willing to take the action, don't attach it to the boundary. Otherwise, you're again, you're going to break trust with yourself, which is actually worse. So start small if you need to. Next, examine your relationships through that capacity lens. And then next, now take it further into embodying these new standards, holding yourself and others to them, and start to live that way. And you won't get it right the first time, 100%. I didn't. I still have challenges today. But you have the concept of what the approach is, and the shifts start to happen the more you put it into practice. So I would love to hear your feedback on this. It would be great to connect on social media. 
and I look forward to connecting next week. Thanks for listening to the Mindset Strategist Podcast. If you'd like more information, check out my website at www.adriannmcdonald.com. 